No! I, I say it every day with the people that I'm around. It's not that people are dumb, maybe ignorant. Ignorant means unaware of how things work. We've really realized this in the last six months about a lot of things. How about that? I'm not criticizing you. I've just never met anybody like that before. Everybody in my circle likes a little bit of everything or a lot of everything. But that's the whole idea of diversifying, right? Variety is the spice of life. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is Hello Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world. What are you laughing at, Moose? That was really loud. Whoever turned my headphones on had them to 11. Uh, hello! <laughs> yeah. And your mic flash is falling. You're, you're, you're a mess this morning, DuPont. Coffee's full, though. Thanks for that. <laughs> yes, sir. How about it that? is, uh, where are we? What day is it? I had the wrong page here. Oh, and I'm a mess. <laughs> <laughs> I had actually no idea who was coming on the show today. I hadn't talked to a producer clerk ahead of this. Welcome to our show. <laughs> yeah, how do you like us so far? <laughs> Jeff Patterson will be joining us, Vancouver sports uh, broadcaster to talk Vancouver Canucks and uh, BC Lions. The long-awaited BC Lions home opener is coming up this week. And Justin Dunk from 3dunknation.com will be joining us to talk CFL football, probably a little NFL too. I'd like to talk to the Dunkster about that because you know he's got his finger on the pulse of the Canadians in the National Football League. That's right. And uh, holy smokes, are we inundated with coverage of the four-down game. So it's going to be a lot of fun today. Director Jordan, if you don't mind, can we hit the quick six show topics? Because we have to get down to business. Mm-hmm. This is the warm-up, by the way, brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. Again, I should be writing my quick six, Darren, with an HB pencil, <laughs> like Jerry Jones. Yes. Because they've changed. Yeah. You know, we're in the middle of the day on this Tuesday, and stuff's going down. So I had the week three CFL power rankings to talk about because, again, it's August, and we're going to talk about the Canadian Football League here in Canada. And I'm not sure what the guys are smoking that come up with the power rankings. Do you know who it is? Do you know? I don't know who it is. I would imagine it's a group. Media guys? That they would have a little, Probably. Yeah. And I laugh, by the way, because it's, it's subjective. I don't think there's any right or wrong answer in any of this. I, I get a kick, a bang out of how upset people get over this. I don't know that the teams are, but the fans sure And the media, too. I saw some people going off the chain about the power rankings yesterday. I'm just like, guys, come on. But they got, let's go through it. The Winnipeg Blue Bombers, number one. The Saskatchewan Rough Riders, number two. And if I may, it's probably 1A and 1B. And what did I say yesterday? We're not going to know who's the better out of those two till Labor Day and Banjo Bowl, but thankfully we're only a couple weeks away. Yeah, it's going to happen quick. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Winnipeg one, Sass two, Montreal three. They've played one game. You want to talk about being prisoners of the moment? How do you put them as the third best team in the Canadian Football League? But whatever. I just disagree. Uh, number four, the BC Lions, which you, mister, said yesterday could or should be 2-0. Yeah. So I have no arguments there, I don't think. Yeah, we're good there. Yeah, with BC at number four. The Toronto Argonauts, number five. And I don't know, with the Calgary Stampeders at number six, was this before or after we learned of Bo Levi Mitchell's injury? Because they might be ninth. We're going to find out Friday night when they host Montreal if they can fight their way out of a wet paper bag without Bo. Yeah, last year they had Nick Fatty Arbuckle. They don't have him this year. So BC six. 
Hamilton, seventh. Ho! Where's Tom Cochran? Sinking like the sunset. The Hamilton Tiger Cats. Two weeks ago were number one. Now they're number seven. The Edmonton Elks are number eight. And the Ottawa Red Blacks. WTF. They got them ninth in the CFL. They got them as the worst team in the Canadian Football League. The Ottawa Red Blacks who waltzed into Edmonton. Do you dehorn an elk? <laughs> Good question. They shot the Elks. Yeah, you would put the, the, the up on the wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever. They mounted the Elks. No, Wait a minute. No, 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 they didn't. No, they didn't. No, oh, no. Spicy. Look, the power rankings. I had no problem with Montreal where they are. Um, again, the disclaimer I always put on this is power rankings are not standings. Power rankings are going to try and tell you who's actually the better team right now. And it's not about wins and losses. It's about who's going to win. So if you did the matchups, the team above you in the power rankings would be favored to beat you, right? So Montreal would be favored to beat the teams below them, right? They'd be favored to beat Toronto. They'd be favored to beat Calgary. They should be the betting favorite this weekend as a result with Calgary 0-2. The Ottawa one gets me. And after one week... I could understand why Ottawa would be ranked below Edmonton. Just because you won doesn't mean that you'd be favored the next week or that you're the better team. But Edmonton's now had two poor showings in a row. We haven't seen another one from Ottawa. So I would probably have Ottawa in eight and, and Edmonton in nine. Um, that one gets me a little bit. Calgary, though, we still think Calgary's a lot better than their record. So just because they're 0-2 and they're last in the standings doesn't mean they're last in the power rankings because we think th- we know they're a better team than their record. Now, without Bo, and they lose again, they're probably going to keep falling. Some fun with the CFL power rankings, and that's exactly what it is. Fun, and that's about it. We've got breaking news on this Tuesday. Michael Riley, Jonathan Woodard, and Cody Fajardo were named the CFL top performers of the week for week two today. Michael Riley passed for 342 yards, completing 26 of his 33 passes and scored a touchdown in BC's 15-9 win over Calgary. In his second career game in the CFL, Jonathan Woodard scored a hat trick of sacks in Saskatchewan's 30-8 victory over the Hamilton Tiger Cats. In the second quarter, Woodard recorded a sack and forced a fumble, which was recovered by A.C. Leonard. The very next play, Fajardo connected with Mitchell Picton to give the Rough Riders a 16-8 lead. Woodard's teammate, Cody Fajardo, my favorite football player, was also named a CFL top performer following the Rough Riders win on Saturday night. The 2019 Most Outstanding Player finalist had an efficient game all around by completing 17 of 25 passes for 222 yards, adding 66 rushing yards, and three touchdowns, two in the air, one rushing. So a sprinkle of Jesus in the CFL top performers this week. So that just came down today. Weren't we going to do the Manscaped Balls Out Performer of the Week? We forgot. Yeah, yeah. Who is it? Good question. Let's think about that. We'll think about that one. Uh, moving on. We talk it. Hey. I'm just saying hey to everybody. I'd like to give a shout out to everybody right now, but this is not viewer takeover segment. We do that later. I appreciate you all writing in on YouTube and Facebook and saying, hey, but uh, we got business to take care of here. In our Curb Coffee session yesterday, Darren was saying that we need to talk more hockey. And I said, well, I'm not averse to that because I'm a hockey guy. But Darren, it's August. And he said, Moose said, drive the discussion. Create something to talk about. You can do that. 
Well, here we are. And uh, so I we was kicking around some ideas. And I just this morning it dawned on me. I'm like, well, how about projected standings finish for the Pacific Division for the 2021-22 NHL season? Well, you love that. Oh, yeah. And so I, <clears throat> then I put... So I came up with mine this morning and I put it on Twitter and getting roasted for that. I'm getting roasted so much you'd think that I'm uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving turkey. Anyways, here are, here are your standings for the Pacific Division and we'll do one a day for the rest of the week by division. Number one, Canada's team, the Vegas Golden Knights. Clearly, they're going to finish in first in the Pacific Division and I think they're going to turn the rest of the division into mulch. As I got looking at these teams, I'm like, this might be the weakest division in the National Hockey League. I'm not joking. Yeah, I think you're Stick right. Stick with me. Number two, the Edmonton Oilers. My second favorite team on the planet. So we got number one, Vegas. Number two, Ed- Edmonton. Number three, I got the Anaheim Ducks. Quick check of last year's standings. They finished dead last in their division. The Honda West. Eh, I might have jumped the gun on that one. But I'm a large fan of their regime. What they got going on. Uh, they got Zigris. They got uh, Sam Steele, obviously. A bunch of world junior stars, both Canada and the United States. I think they're going to be good. That's my take. Anaheim, three. Vancouver, four. This is where we get into the muck, Mm -hmm. as far as I'm concerned. Vancouver missed the playoffs last year. While they've re-signed their head coach, and I think they're a decent enough team, they're still still Vancouver, but they could be good enough to be in the playoffs. Number five, Calgary, who incidentally missed the playoffs as well. And I expected way more changes out of Calgary this offseason. There have been zero. A few within the office, but none that are going to make the news. Still got the same GM, still got the same coach, still got the same disgruntled players. I got Calgary five. Have the Seattle Kraken sixth. And they might qualify by virtue of a crossover. But I got them better then the Los Angeles Kings 7th and the San Jose Sharks 8th. So, yes, Anaheim is high. I've got them 3rd in the division. I'm a believer in them. But Vegas won, San Jose last, and a mishmash in between. Yeah, I think Vancouver will be better than last year. Yeah? I think the coach having some certainty there is good with the extension. I think the goaltending actually will improve. I think Thatcher Demko being the starter, they'll go as far as Thatcher Demko takes them. And... Elias Pettersson, too. He's got to come and have a little bit of a bounce back. Not that he was really bad, but he's a great player. He's got to get back to that elite level. Um, and I think Seattle surprises teams, and they'll be right there at the playoff cut line. They'll be flirting with it, I think. But I think you're right at the top, I think, with, with, with Vegas and, and Edmonton. I don't think there's going to be a lot of argument with those two, one and two. Uh, there already is, Moose. Uh, the general... From Calgary, writes in and he says, I guess a Stanley Cup champ is nothing. A-Rod, Blake Coleman, he's one guy. And he's, sorry to say, a role player on the Tampa Bay Lightning. But as far as Calgary, they haven't done what Edmonton's done. Look what they've done. Calgary signed one guy. I'm not expecting a lot out of Calgary. And um, James in uh, Borden, Manitoba says the Flames are boring. They need a rebuild from top to bottom. Right? Why hasn't it happened? I don't, I don't get it. Yeah. We can all see it. Gio's already not, gone. Not ch- Gio, they've lost their captain. They've already moved on from Giordano. This would be the time to make that move and start to shake things up. But, you know, Brad Tree Living still 
thinks the core there, and the core is capable. We've seen it, but man, the window's closing if it hasn't closed already. Tacona Powell is watching in Winnipeg on YouTube, and he says, Rod, it's not might. It is the weakest division in the National Hockey League, and that is why the Vegas Golden Knights are going to eat him up like yesterday's lunch. Ah. Now they want to talk Jets. <laughs> well, are we a Winnipeg show? Are you surprised? Starting to think we're a Winnipeg show, which I'm totally down with. How about that? But we'll get to the Central Division tomorrow, which... I don't know. I got my head in a lot of other things. Like I, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at this at this division, going, "Where's Arizona?" No, oh, I know. <laughs> well, you t- you prefaced that when you texted me, right? Just remember, Seattle, Arizona's in the Central, Seattle's in the Pacific. The you used to call them Death Valley. That's what gets me a little bit. Um, you had Anaheim up high, and I'm hoping, I'm really, really hoping that we get a chance when we're down there, and it's not going to be till February. But I'm hoping we get to see the Kings, right? We won't get to see the Sharks. Super Bowl. But, but I'm hoping we get to see those teams because San Jose and L.A. are the two teams that we probably have written off at the bottom. And we don't really know much about them and where, if they're going to make the turn, right? If they're ready to turn. But not good lately. Um, David Asplin watching on uh, Facebook says, Winnipeg, baby. Come on down to Winnipeg. Well, we did. And we can't wait to go back. I'm, I don't lie to you. A lot of people don't like what I have to say, but I'm never lying to you. And they rolled out the red carpet in Winnipeg for us. As one of my closest friends said to me last week, and you were there, Rod, it's Winnipeg. They hated you. And they're rolling out the red carpet now. Think about that for a second. I know. I said that as we're walking around, like... To be able to walk around with you in this city and not be lit on fire every 10 steps, like it is groundbreaking stuff. I, like thank the, you, Winnipeg. Like, like the tectonic plates are shifting. Thank you, Winnipeg. That's all I can say is thank you. And tomorrow, we'll get to the Central Division predictions. Jeff, the Stamps fan, writes that he says the Flames will not be very good. Rod is right. And he goes on to say... I'm sure once the Flames unload the Stampeders, things will get better. He says that tongue-in-cheek. Mm-hmm. I got a tip, and by the way, I will show it to you in the break. A DM oh. on the sale of the Stampeders. Okay. The buyer, I'm told, from the same guy who gave me the tip in the first place, which coincidentally has been confirmed by a lot of Calgary football people that this is a thing. They got a buyer for the Calgary Stampeders. Has a, the guy has a connection to the XFL. Again, you may not like what I have to say, but I'm not lying to you. And so I'm going back and forth with the guy, and I'm like, wouldn't it be something if it was The Rock? And he said, my guy, he said, uh, wouldn't it be something? Come full circle. Play with the Stampeders, got cut, come back and buy them. Well, that's cute. I look at it as this. Who doesn't want to go back and buy the place that cut you or fired you, and burn it down. I'm not saying The Rock wants to go and burn down the Calgary Stampeders, but for him to come back and peel off the cash to buy the Calgary Stampeders? Oh, yeah. Could happen. That's Ari Gold style. He comes in with a paintball gun. (laughs) Right? Everybody wants to own. You want to fire me? Okay, I'll come back and buy you, and I'll own the whole place. I know an NHL player that... 
<clears throat> played for God's team, the Regina Pats, and let's just say he struggled in school, okay? And when he was in a meeting with the principal, said, I will come back here after my many years in the NHL, buy this school, and burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> Which he, he did spend many years in the NHL, but he never came back and bought the school and burned it down. That's Anyways, awesome. from Claude Taylor watching in YouTube on YouTube, he says, Rod is pure entertainment. Well, that's a new one. That's it. Could you write that down, guys? Put that on the wall. Rod oh, is pure entertainment. One, what did I say? We should do like movie posters, right? With all yeah. the reviews on. You know, we never did that. I know. Write that down. <laughs> Put it on your book. Rod is pure <laughs> entertainment. Uh, we got a roll. Jeff Patterson coming in next from Vancouver to talk about this and all these other things. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Can you put that column up? The Rock, the new owner of the Calgary Stamps. Yes, 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 yes. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm saying it could happen. Point three, the Vegas Raiders to allow only vaccinated fans this year. Point four, the Blue Jays at Nationals today. For us older folks, that's Blue Jays Expos, if anybody's paying attention. Point five, uh, Tim Tebow released today. <clears throat> he doesn't care to block, Darren. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, and point six, Reds-Cubs will play in the, the 2022 Field of Dreams game. So, yeah, they're going to do it again, and I love it. I'm here for it. The warm-up is brought to you by E. Cold Electric. Check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center, Ecold Electric. Let's get to work. It's daytime talk. We're live on Game Plus TV, and we're going to Vancouver next. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports talk. For Suds, full-service car wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.